0: You're listening to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Thursday afternoon. And I'm really excited to welcome back to the program Andrew Dembina from Artsing Around. How are you doing, Andrew? Mm-hmm.
1: Very well, thank you. How are you, Noreen?
0: (laughs) We're just experiencing, yeah, I'm good. We're just experiencing a bit of a delay because, you know, we're we're trying this new technology, we're embracing new technology with Zoom. So do join us on Facebook, uh, Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3, where you can see us sort of scrambling around. And um, apologies in in advance because there is a slight delay uh, between sort of Andrew and and myself with, with the lag. But it's okay, I'll try not to talk over you and people won't even notice it. Over to you.
1: I'll do the same thing, Noreen. Yes. Okay. We're, we're, hopefully, we'll be okay. So, um, I've tried to unearth some arty goings on, um, both locally and globally. I thought we want to hear about what's going on in Hong Kong because the um, COVID situation seems to be better here than in some other places for sure, right now. So, I was hoping that there'd be some stuff going on. Now, there is a bit. But there's not a whole load um so um but there are some interesting things going on and i'll begin by telling you about um some of the local uh commercial galleries some of them are parts of international groups hong kong for years before um art Buzzle even confirmed it um, were um opening galleries that were based elsewhere either in london new york France. So Hong Kong has had a reputation for being a great place for commercial galleries that want to have a, a, a sort of footprint in Hong Kong. Um, arguably, that used to be for mainland collectors as much as Hong Kong uh, collectors, because uh, you know people would come over here to do their art shopping alongside the LVs and Chanel's. But um, but it's but, but there is also a long tradition in Hong Kong art galleries showing world-class art and one of those galleries which is an international one is called Simon Lee the Pedder building if you don't know Noreen or one of our or our listener trusty listener doesn't know the Pedder building is full of really um, it had been some full of the best galleries some of them before Covid happened were thinking about leaving because rents were going up and up being bang in the middle of central now that Covid has struck um, I'm not sure what the situation is. However, there is still a gallery um, s- situation there. It hasn't all gone just yet. So Simon Lee Gallery, who has a presence in London and New York, have a new exhibition on called um, Sky, Rocks and Digits, and that's starting towards the end of next week. I've sent you a couple of uh, pictures in advance of this. The first two pictures I sent you, Noreen, which I don't know if we'll be able to sh- share with the listener are in, in, in There are two artists who are taking part they're both from berlin one of them's called angela bullock and the other one is called mm-hmm. josephine pride mm-hmm. and they're doing a joint exhibition and they're they are working in mixed media some of it very edgy so one of the artists is uh, working in sculpture and also led lighting wow. there's a, there's a picture that might yeah, there's a picture I've sent, which is a beautiful picture of um, a part of the uh, uh, the constellation. One of the many constellations uh, in the universe that this artist has put together a whole collection of these. And um, I think I can see you there, Noreen. For those uh, not watching the uh, the Facebook live, Noreen's getting access to these pictures I've shown her, and she's going to be showing. Basically, um, there is a uh, an LED constellation that's um making its uh sort of small size uh star-like holes go through a backdrop of midnight blue uh, acrylic uh, which it's shining through They're renditions and part of a big series by uh, uh, angela bullock's uh work called night sky and she uh, she imagines through taking research from um uh space um uh Ast- astrological studies: um, the position of constellations viewed from parts of the universe that we would not possibly be able to see. So, I know you like an arty concept, Noreen So get your head around this. Um, <laughs> is, she's she she through research from um, from from space uh, researchers, she's imagined but plotted through research very carefully what would be the largest star, what would be the furthest one away. So these viewpoints in a selection of works with um twinkling LED lights being uh shone through uh large scale screens of uh of kind of indigo acrylic sheeting are viewpoints that we will never be able to see in our lifetime. She has just um mapped them out correctly which one is closer, which one is further away. So it's a very some you know some art Ra- rather than uh, some of the other art that we've discussed before, where people may paint or draw in a certain style, um, this is conceptual art. And so the idea the idea comes first, first to many of these artists, and then it's how shall I put it down in a visual way? Um, now, this art could be read in different ways, because if you look at something with lights that shine through in a couple of different colours. It's not like a, a neon advert where it's changing colours to grab your attention, but there is a certain dimming and brightening that you can't see in the photo that I sent you that is part of the work in the gallery, which um, is, as, as stars would be, twinkling in the night sky, which is what this series is all about. Um, Noreen, looking quite uh, sombre there. What's your reaction to this idea for a piece of art?
0: I was just trying to get... (laughs) I was just getting my head around it and how I can display it to our Facebook Live listeners, um, which, without much success, I'm just actually holding... Oh, Yeah. (laughs) And then you've just asked me a question. I'm like, oh, what did he ask me?
1: Oh, sorry. Okay. Uh, There are two artists exhibiting, as I said, and this is one of them. The other artist... Um, josephine pride works in photography that she tints into different colors and the again the name of this exhibition is sky rocks and digits digits not as in numbers but in the human touch fingers and with um one or two of the pieces it has the artist's own hand interacting with different um uh, things whether they are natural or technological the one that i've shown you is a fairly simple image it's a tinted black and white photo of her well manicured hand holding a, um, a a tablet, like an iPad. So it's about how humans interact with the natural phenomenon from both of these artists. So you know, like the one I described before, showing different viewpoints of the universe. This is taking something of a massive, incomprehensible, You know, not possible to comprehend the scale and enormity of the universe and trying to render it with the human touch of making something. So there you go. That's on at uh, Simon Lee galleries and it's on from uh, November the 6th. So from the end of next week, and it's one of the very few uh, exhibitions of well-acclaimed international artists both of these women are german as i said and they have great cvs they're not it's not about collecting these galleries expect people to go along and have a look at interesting contemporary art and we've been starved of it for months quite frankly so there's one thing that's going on Um, and next up is a local gallery which doesn't have any connection to New York or London, unlike the one I mentioned before. It's the Novales Contemporary Art and Design Gallery, which is in Wan Chai, and they're showing the work next week starting on Wednesday until the end of November of a local um, Italian-born artist, um, and uh, her name is Valentina Loferredo. I hope I (laughs) got that right. And, And she is doing an exhibition that is called Nosey, And I've uh, I've sent you another picture um, and she makes photographs of installations uh, of mixed media, like in the one I've sent you. (laughs) I can see I can see I'm laughing because I can see Laurie's expression uh, on the Zoom that we're using to broadcast over Facebook. Um, She's placing um, casts. So taking a cast of somebody's nose with some soft material and then filling it up. With um, uh, something and painting it to look like a real human nose, and she places these noses in the in unexpected um, places. She's cut out some board and painted it yellow in zigzag formations. In the photo that I've sent, Noreen, and then she's placed noses just almost as if they're sticking out of a wall <laughs> um, in a in a very strange interior that has um, a stepped bright yellow, um, three-dimensional feel. What do you reckon on that, Noreen?
0: (laughs) I don't know what to make of that. (laughs) I'm just putting it on the Facebook uh, page, uh, Facebook Live, Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. It's a bit odd. Uh, I I don't know what to make of it.
1: I don't want to offend anybody. I think she's she's trying to make people think seems like it's working on you
0: nori it's really i'm trying to make sense of it all absolutely it does it's really making me think it's just a series of block, blocks cut in a sort of zigzaggy way and then just a few noses sticking out i don't know yeah i suppose it's yeah it's i mean it's very artistic yeah. i'm just i'm just trying to understand it you know and i i'm failing well, to make so she's
1: made yeah she's made an, what is the meaning of it um it is about um, the issue of global uh, privacy or not having privacy and that people can have their information discovered. So it's playing. The nose is is a play on the name of the exhibition, which is nosy. It's being being nosy, meaning that around different corners and the 3D um, background that she's then taken a photo of with these noses stuck on means that you can be monitored. Um, from different places. So while on the one hand, it looks kind of very amusing and and she's gone out of her way to use bright colours. I've only sent you one picture, but there are various little interior setups that she will have made, which will be about one by one or two metres, stuck these noses on them, taken photos and made prints, which give a kind of abstract background to having these human noses around and it's, it's it does look funny but i'll tell you an even funnier thing that i love the sound of that she's going to do while the time that the exhibition is on until the end of november she's going to stick some of these noses around town <laughs> and <laughs> and surprise people and she's going to take photos of them i mean i hope she gets some reactions from people as well that's um, amazing it's, it's the idea that people can be sniffed out as to what they're doing, if you like. Maybe that's the way, you know, one way of saying it. Um, and it's it's done in an amusing way. So not to be too sort of big brother and worrying everyone. It's just getting that notion across in a slightly more amusing way. Or oh, that notion. That's what artists do. Yeah. Um, okay, so that is on at the Novalis Contemporary Art Gallery. Two exhibitions for you there. Two for, two from Berlin at the Simon Lee Gallery and one lo- local Italian-born uh, artist at the Novalis Contemporary uh, Art and Design Gallery. So that's on the fine art side of things. Let's move on to um, a festival that's going on. It's, there's a, a little seg from the last one. There's an Italian festival that goes on these days, it's called Italia Mia. And it's a cultural festival of all kinds of arts, from opera to dance um, to different types of uh, exhibitions. And not all of them are super arty. Um, there's there's one that's quite historical, but it does use some mixed media. The one uh, that I'm talking about is called um, The Way of the Sword Warrior Traditions in China and Italy. Mm. Now. It's because it's because it comes from the uh, it, Italian Cultural Commission. They've spent a long time looking at the, uh, the, 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 kind of martial arts and, uh, handheld. Now we sounds a bit gruesome now, but handheld swords and, uh, axes and the type of, uh, <laughs> the type of <laughs> old school weapons, weapons that would be <laughs> old school weapons, Noreen, that would be used by warriors. <laughs> And comparing the Italian with the Chinese. Um, They've they've enlisted the help of City University's new media uh, department to get some immersive experience experiences. So you've got surround, um, you've almost got surround battles going on between uh, ancient warriors from different parts of the world. This will be alongside uh, exhibitions of the real weapons themselves this is so cool
0: which, so but people yeah, can't it's pretty, it's, but people can't really touch the weapons i mean they're on display you can't really no. have a go or anything okay but you can so see some, you, that's amazing wow
1: correct some of them will date back to the 16th century so they're not getting people's grubby fingerprints over those they've been uh, they've been well kept in both china and italy for for centuries and centuries so Ooh. that's pretty interesting uh, and that's that will be that will be uh, on uh at Taekwon from december until uh early next year. Um there's also a celebration of federico fellini as part of uh the italia mia exhibition. He's probably the the best known 20th century italian uh film director and producer. Uh he he made this iconic film uh, mid-last century, La Dolce Vita, Black and White. Um, oh, I think uh, a certain TV station has, uh, <laughs> has, has, called, the, has named a, a, TV show that, a, a yes. lifestyle program. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but um, there'll be a retrospective of every single one of his films, and they're going to be screened along with an exhibition uh, dedicated to some of his memorabilia and real artefacts, And a concert, a music concert, will be dedicated and inspired by some of his film works. So a lot going on about Italy's best-known filmmaker. And the last one from the Italia Mia um, uh, festival that I want to mention is a selection of works from the master painter, the Renaissance painter, Botticelli. And this is... Um, really, really traditional, iconic artist, and I'm not using that word lightly. He's, he's, anyone who learns about art will have to study this guy. Um, 20 pieces from the Uffizi Gallery in Florence. I'm not going to say too much about this because I get to interview the curator of this exhibition uh, very soon. So we'll hear that uh, possibly in, a, uh, in an art sing-around very soon. um there's 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 um there's very little going on in the in the world of performance sorry Noreen you're about to say something
0: no I just mean I'm excited to hear that feature um that when you interview the curator and we can hear more about Botticelli's
1: work Uh, well yeah time goes fast enough Noreen you'll hear it soon and so will the listener. It's um, So th- there's not a lot going on in performance at the moment, um, but there's something going on tonight. And um, that will be um, the Hong Kong Stories series. But I don't know if you're familiar with that. Um, it's people who write short stories in Hong Kong. It's on at the Fringe Club this very evening. So it's one of a few things on. If you've got anyone at a loose end, um this evening um it's on at the fringe you can get tickets from ticket flap or you can just look on the websites of the fringe club and it's uh it's about community they've missed so many months of doing their live storytelling um during the whole covid thing that it's a great subject for them to bounce back with the first one for ages and it's about what community means to people and uh there'll be uh english language stories read out at the fringe club tonight on that subject and um, so check that out if you're interested and next weekend there is uh, something in west kowloon cultural district which is uh, some rare performance of music and it's a jazz festival the free space jazz fest on from next friday until uh, sunday evening three days from saturday and sunday they'll have daytime jazz concerts as well um and on uh, friday saturday and sunday it's in the evenings during the daytime ones you don't need to pay anything it's, there are free jazz concerts from some great jazz performers in hong kong uh, and uh, go have a look at the uh, at the west cultural district uh, website to find out which ones you need to get tickets for. Sounds like a good family thing, Noreen, that, that little kiddies might enjoy. I'm excited sort of about that. Definitely,
0: yeah, definitely bring the kids to, to that. Uh, very quickly, Andrew, we haven't looked at your backdrop yet. For, for those of you who are joining us on Facebook Live, Noreen <laughs> Mayer on RTHK Radio 3, you'll be able to see Andrew there. And um, We've got five minutes before the news. Um, <laughs> it's really odd because of the shoddy Wi-Fi connection, internet connection that we've got here. It looks as you're sort of melting into your background a little bit and your backdrop is I can only assume you're underwater your zoom background are you underwater yeah are you meant to be
1: underwater specifically I'm underwater so I've managed to keep hold of big breath to be doing all this nattering on artsy subjects for so long but but I'll finally tell you that this is um, the Bikini Atoll, which is in American waters of Micronesia, near Guam. And that w- is where nuclear testing was done. And it's been off limits for decades. People are starting, or had been before COVID, to go back as tourists. But one particular artist who is uh, on the Art ArtBuzzle website, while they're not doing their art fairs around the world, They're doing spotlights, short videos. And this video is under three minutes of some amazing uh, footage of Bikini Atoll and how nature has actually come back. Since the radioactive material disappeared, um, nature has come back to make these amazing forms that have grown onto um, some of the missiles and nuclear equipment that was abandoned for fear of radiation. And the name of the artist is... uh, His name is... Julian Charrier, who comes from Switzerland, the home of Art Basel, and he has and he has made um, he's made videos and he's taken photography around this area. Normally, he's interested in uh, things to do with climate change. So check out this video. Just search up Art Basel, and uh, he will be on it. Look for the tab called Art in Action. Art in Action on the Art Basel main website. And there are there's some brilliant footage. Uh, he's taken glacial meltdown. I sent you a picture, I think, of um, some amazingly lit uh, glacial landscape from some of the work that he's done. He's lit it with a drone that is flying above it that looks like a UFO. Amazing. It's quite amazing stuff. Um, so you know, when you when you're having to stay in, these are very dramatic landscapes of the nat- of of nature, but given through you know, through the eyes of someone who's uh, lighting them well and doing interesting things with them. And one, I, I haven't got much time. I know, Noreen, we're running out of time, right?
0: Three minutes.
1: Okay. All right. Well, I will say then that the uh, Julian Charrière, whose uh, other videos can be viewed on YouTube, so you can go check out the really short one to see if you like the style of what he's doing on the Art ArtBuzzle website. And then, if you do go to search him on youtube where there are some interesting cruises or or small boats that he took to uh to show the uh the melting glaciers in the north Pole and the Arctic and the water, the waters around there uh, and he has also managed to film some frozen waterfalls that are have be, become waterfalls through the melting um, of uh, the ice caps. Everything is done with a, with a, an interesting, well-directed touch. And, uh, yeah, just have a, have a look at that. Finally for, uh, on a different subject, I sent you a rather gruesome picture, even if you are a carnivore of, um, a tongue in cheek. And I, I don't mean to offend any, uh, vegetarians or vegans, because I'm sure that plant-based, uh, meats, uh, that are cut thinly could do the same job. But um but there's a center a sculptural skull centerpiece which has uh, lots of probably real meats draped over the shape of a skull um, to be a, a gruesome centerpiece for your Halloween buffet spread. So um, there's a picture I, of that. Maybe you'll uh, make me I, maybe I, posted, terrace, yep, I, I, I don't know the I showed artist. it on the
0: Facebook Live. Yep, it's weird. I, I put it for 10 seconds and that's it. Well, Andrew, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we're approaching the 3 o'clock news now. Thank you so much for your time uh, this afternoon, and I look forward to chatting with you again uh, next week uh, for Artsing Around or for Tuesday. Thank you very much indeed. Take care and bye-bye okay. for now.